welcome into the Grace Point Daily Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is episode number 69, and today we're going to be talking about do you pray for your leaders? That's a question I want to pose to you before we dive in. Thank you. I hope that you like the Grace Point Daily Podcast. We exist to bring you daily encouragement for your daily walk with Christ. So share it with someone. Hope it encourages you, blesses you. We have great content, great episodes. Check them all out. So this thought of do you pray for your leaders comes from the National Day of Prayer. This happened just a couple days ago. There's this event called the National Day of Prayer, and I'm going to explain to you what it is and talk about it for a second. The National Day of Prayer is an annual day of observance held on the first Thursday of May, designated by the United States Congress when people are asked to turn to God in prayer and meditation. The president is required by law to sign a proclamation each year, encouraging all Americans to pray on this day. The modern Law formalizing its annual observance was enacted in 1952, although earlier days of fasting and prayer had been established by the Second Continental Congress from 1775 until 1783 and by President John Adams in 1798 and 1799. Thomas Jefferson established a day of prayer and thanksgiving, but this occurred while he served as governor of Virginia. The constitutionality of the National Day of Prayer was unsuccessfully challenged in court by the Freedom From Religion Foundation after their first attempt was unanimously dismissed by a federal court in April of 2011. So we have this National Day of Prayer, and I like it. I have participated in in it for many years now as a pastor. And so what do we do? Basically, we get together, there are breakfasts, there's banquets, there's services, but for the most part, we will gather at Capitol buildings, we will gather in courthouses or city buildings, etc. And we will gather together and we will pray, get together, sing some songs, pray for leaders, pray for a nation, pray for children, a host of different things. And it's a good thing. I like the National Day of Prayer. I love that I've been able to participate in it. The cynical side would say, you know, it's kind of become a little bit religious. You know, it's, it's, is our passion really for prayer or is it just kind of just this religious function that we do every year? And sometimes I feel in a sense there's more focus put on who's there and the other things that are, that go get involved in the actual National Day of Prayer outside of the praying portion. But it is a good thing. And I appreciate it. I love it every single time. This year, I had an opportunity to be in Southern Missouri to gather with other pastors and people. And we were outside of our local um, county building. And we had a great time. We sang songs. We lifted up Jesus. We prayed for different parts of our country from the local leadership to our national leadership. And it was very valuable, but I want to encourage us to pray for our leaders. I want to read a verse and I know there's several verses that we could read in regards to this, but I'm just going to focus on one for this particular podcast today. First Timothy two, one through two. And I know some of you that have read the word before you're familiar with this. If not awesome, listen to this for a second. I'm going to read the first time out of the amplified version. It says, first of all, then I urge that petitions, specific requests, prayers, intercessions, prayers for others and thanksgivings be offered on behalf of all people for Kings and all who are in positions of high authority so that we may live a peaceful and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. So we have a mandate as believers, as followers of Jesus to pray for our leaders. It's something that we should be doing, not just once a year on the national day of prayer or for special events. It's something that we should be doing on a regular basis, praying for our leaders. And I'm just going to give you a few different challenges today in regard 
regards to praying for our leaders. All right. Here's the first one. Nothing complicated, super simple. The first one is I'm going to challenge you and me and all of us together to pray for our leaders, uh, not against, and here's the key, not against our leaders. Are we praying for them? What's interesting, I have served in several different churches in several different positions. And at one point in my life, I was working for a church that was very political. We were very strong in our political beliefs, and I'm not diving into that today. And I, it's not that I don't appreciate what that their passion to engage in that was, but I felt at different times that we were praying against political leaders and not praying for them. Does that make sense? So at the time, I'll tell you, it was President Obama. By definition, most of us that are Christians tend to be conservative. I would be conservative. There are many things that that I believe in that would fall in the conservative category. And I felt like we would have these prayer meetings and we would begin to pray for leaders. But rather than praying for them, I just felt like at times we were praying against them. And I understand that there are political leaders out there that are anti-God. They are doing things that are opposed to the word. They are doing things that are not conservative or biblical or seemingly biblical. But we still have a responsibility to pray for them and to not pray against them. I've said this since I've been a follower of Christ because I still have a lot of family members and people in my life that are not believers or followers of Jesus. We have to understand that whether they are political leaders or not, when someone doesn't know Jesus, they don't know Jesus. They don't have the mindset of Christ. They're not thinking about the word. They're not thinking about purity and holiness and morals and all those kind of things that maybe we're thinking about because we are people who are attempting to follow the word of God. We've read the word of God. We've made the word of God the foundation of our life. And so why would they? And so I want to encourage you, there might be political leaders in your area, um, mayors, etc., congressmen, senators, state leaders that are not for God. And it, we still have to pray for them not against them. And I want to challenge you with that. Pray for them, not against them. And it's hard because we have so many different views and we have TV, we have different TV stations that are swinging from one side to the other. We have radio and podcasts that are trying to get us so hyped up and it can really damage our perspective in praying for our leaders. So could I just challenge you today? Pray for them. Why don't you pray that the ones that we don't agree with or the ones that we don't get along as maybe followers of Jesus or conservatives, whatever, that we just pray that God will work in their heart, that God will work in their life, that God will speak to them, God will teach them, God will bring them into an authentic relationship with Christ. So pray for, we're supposed to pray for them and not against them. And that's what it said in verse two, going in from verse one to verse two. Pray for kings and all who are in positions of high authority so that we may have a, live a peaceful and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. So it's not our battle. We're not, we're, we, our battle is not against them. It's not against flesh and blood. That's another passage of scripture. So just pray for them. Pray, pray blessing. Pray, pray good things. And ultimately pray that the ones that don't have Jesus or are not following Jesus or have not made the word of God a part of their life, would come into grips with that and would find salvation in Jesus Christ. Which leads me to my second thing. Just pray blessing. Uh, and actually, let me connect the two once again. One other thought. It's amazing how we will pray for the people we like and pray against those that we don't like. For example, we're in a time where we have President Trump and 
the majority of people who are conservatives are super excited and they have no problem. We need to pray for our president. We need to pray for our president. Pray for him. Pray for him. And I hear that all the time from Christians and conservatives. And the only flip side to that is sometimes I just want to shout out, well, why didn't we want to pray for President Obama? Why didn't we pray for, want to pray for President Clinton? You know, why didn't, why don't we want to pray for those that maybe are not living for Jesus? And I don't know President Trump anyway. I don't know him personally. I don't know if he's a follower of Jesus. I just know that my responsibility and our responsibility as followers of Christ is to pray for our leaders and not against them. Amen. And with that, let's pray. Secondly, is really just pray blessing. Say this prayer, Lord, I bless them that they will come to know you, that they will find a relationship with you, that they will make Jesus Christ the central portion of their life. For our president that's serving right now of the United States of America, I don't want him to just have good Christian people around him. I want him self to know Jesus and have a faithful walk in his life and in his marriage and all those kind of things. Um, let's, let, let's not focus on, on our taste or, or our, let's just focus on praying for them. Amen. I want to read this in another version I thought was really powerful and really good. And, for, and it's out of the passion translation. It says, most of all, I'm writing to encourage you to pray with gratitude to God, right? We're not supposed to have this negative mentality when we step into prayer. We're supposed to have one that is positive, an attitude of gratitude, right? As someone said before, pray for all men with all forms of prayers and requests as you intercede with intense passion. And that's another thing that I noticed in that these verses in these different versions that there is supposed to be a passion. There is supposed to be an intensity that we have to pray for our leaders. So if you are like me sometimes where I can be on the side that says, Oh, I'm so sick of politics. I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to talk about it. Well, maybe I don't need to talk about it or think about it, but I do need to pray about it. And I need to be diligent in that regards, right? Uh, verse two in this passion translation and pray for every political leader and representative so that we would be able to live tranquil, undisturbed lives as we worship the awe-inspiring God with pure hearts. And I was thinking about this too. The other day, as I was at National Day of Prayer, and we had some of our leaders there, one person that we had was our mayor, and I'd never met him before. And I walked away from that that time of prayer saying, you know what, we need to really give effort and energy to getting to know our local leaders. So I challenge you, in your city, in your area, obviously, I'm not probably ever going to have a personal sit down with Donald Trump, President Trump, but I can get to know my mayor. I can get to reach out to some of our local leaders and to pray for them. And another one that we we had was our, our, our county sheriff was there and I was in a prayer circle with him and we asked, hey, what can we pray for you for? And one of the things that he shared was, hey, pray for all the public servants because we have a very stressful job and we just need prayer. And that was that was great. That was great information for me because it was like, wow, okay. I think about my job. I think about probably all of us that are listening. We have stressful moments in our lives. And these public servants, whether we're for or whether we are against them, live very stressful lives. And we need to pray for them. And we need to pray again if they're not living for Jesus, if they're not following God. We need to pray, you know what, Lord? In their stress, may they turn to 
the one true God. May they turn to you, Jesus. And for the ones that know you, that God, that they would find their strength and all that they they have in you. So pray for these servants. Pray for these leaders. I think of it this way. You know, as a pastor, I know that there's people who like me and people who don't like me. And sometimes people communicate the like and the dislike both, right? But I think about our president and I think about our political leaders. And I think, wow, they're going to wake up tomorrow and have you know, I might have 5, 10, 15, 20 people that don't like me. Well, they have millions and they have <laughs> exclusive TV shows and radio stations and podcasts that are dedicated to disliking them. How hard is that that have to be in their lives? So pray for them. And finally, here's the last thing I want to leave us with today. I know this is going to be just a little bit of a shorter podcast and maybe in the past. But look at this one last time with me from the Passion Translation. Uh, Verse 2, and pray for every political leader and representative so that we would be able to live tranquil, undisturbed lives as we worship the awe-inspiring God with pure hearts. And here's my last encouragement. As we worship. So our job is to pray. Our job is to pray for them. Our job is to bless them. But our job is to worship the awe-inspiring God with pure hearts. Our God, our job is to stay focused on the task of preaching the gospel, making a difference in the hearts and lives of people, doing the work of God, praying, serving, blessing, giving other people Jesus. As we prayed the other day at the National Day of Prayer, we had a prayer list that we were going through and we we're praying for safety over our schools and all these kind of things. And, you know, I had in my brain, I had two responses to everything that we prayed for. Obviously, the answer is Jesus, but the answer is the church. The answer is the people of God. The answer is Christians being Jesus in our world. That will make the difference. That will make the change as we focus on worshiping Jesus and giving him ourselves and living out who he is in our places of influence, in our homes, in our families, in our schools, in our workplaces, we will be able to make a difference. So do you pray for your leaders? I'm going to challenge you today that you would take times and moments in your spiritual life to pray for leaders, pray for them, not against them, pray blessing over them, pray for their stress and all those kind of things. And let's just believe that God is going to move in the hearts and lives of our leaders from local levels, state levels, to our nation, to our world in Jesus' name. And these are applicable to United States or no matter what country you might be listening to today. All right. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Grace Point Daily Podcast, and I will talk to you next time. 